into periodicals. A middle of the cycle catch up to keep us going until it's that crime of the month once again. In these short episodes, we're sharing what we found from searching the local rags and online news in a bid to outdo one another with the weirdest stories from around the world. This will probably be old news by the time this goes out, but did you hear about the the news, the initial news that came out about Maddie McCann? Yeah, I've heard about it. I don't know. Oh, here we go. Conspiracies. (laughs) Well, it's like, it's not, it's not, it's not really saying anything, is it? It's saying that, oh, it could be this guy. They've not got like full on evidence, have they? I know he was there. It still annoys me that it was their, not their fault, but who leaves a four year old or three or whatever she was on their own? in a foreign country whilst you're out getting drunk with your mates having tapas I mean I don't know I'm still very and if that was anyone but two GPs or whatever they were if they were working class people they'd have been absolutely crucified so I just have a lot of obviously would would have been I mean I there's, I don't think there's any hope of her being alive, personally. I think that if she was trafficked with all the... Because it got so much press, she'd have probably been killed because she was just too she was just too hot for her to... You know what I mean? It, it, I'm, I don't know. I think the best thing that can come from this, I guess, is that they f- have her body and can bury her. Is that morbid? I don't know. <laughs> no, I think that's like the closure and everything. Um, I think it is a posh person's thing, definitely, that... Um, like leaving your kids in the hotel room and then going out for dinner because I remember someone that I used to work with who was crazy posh we were like all talking about you know as you do and they were like oh yeah like we you know we go out skiing and then we'd put the kids to bed and then just leave them and go out for dinner or to a restaurant and that kind of thing or we'd have a hotel and put them to bed and then the door's locked so it's fine see I just don't know if this is an older person thing you know like having paid babysitters but I just don't think that's the thing that people our age do anymore you get a family member or a friend to look after your kids or I mean in London there's a lot of kid friendly friendly places you can go like dog friendly places <laughs> consider them in the same vein you know you can put them under the table on a lead but that would not cross my mind to put in a newspaper or on a message board looking for a babysitter Saturday night, five or an hour or something. I just, that just always seems a, a really American thing. Like whenever I've read about true crime stories where someone, the child has gone missing, it's always like, the babysitter, you know what I mean? It's like... Like 13-year-old Tracy or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know, is that a thing anymore? I don't have kids, I can't. No, I don't think it is. I think it has to be someone, either a very close family friend. And like, there's a certain age limit, isn't there as well? Like, probably not lower than like 16. Yeah, like my sister will leave her kids alone now because the oldest is 16. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's that sort of, you know, the responsible, you know, that they know if there's any emergencies who to contact. But yeah, I just can't imagine going on holiday and leaving it to some hotel workers to go and check on them every half an hour. I mean, that was it every 15 minutes, they said? Was it every half an hour that someone from the hotel went round and they every 15 minutes went and checked, like someone from the tapas table? I can't remember. I think that was that was a thing. But still, 15 minutes is a long time for a child. Well, it was three kids. Well, it wasn't just their kids. Was it other people's kids as well? I think they were dropping in. Yeah, they were all doing it. Yeah, so you're checking in, popping your head through, checking on however many kids. 
within 15 minutes and then you it's not it's another 15 minutes till that child's checked on again anything could happen i think as well the idea that they kept going back after 15 minutes when you've had a few sangrias and you're enjoying the company it's like were you really going back every 15 minutes because you'd literally be sitting down and then getting back up again like i know they were taking turns but still like there wouldn't be a time when you all sat down at the table all together and how can you relax how can you enjoy yourself if you're doing that if you know someone's popping off every 15 minutes i don't know it just seems i mean yeah mistakes were and i'm sure that's they will have to live with that decision for the rest of their lives yeah but if you watch that madeline mccann doc- documentary on netflix that's all a bit weird isn't it where it's mm. like some documentaries on well not just netflix any channel some of them actually sort of bring up more questions than they do answer you know what i mean you think oh god now i'm even more confused about who did it yeah because they have quite quite a lot of evidence to suggest that like something untoward did happen but then quite a lot of evidence suggests that it didn't like i mean i suppose that's good because it's like less biased so you don't ever think oh this is just made by the mccann's to make us all believe that they had nothing to do with it but still yeah it's so confusing it makes it more confusing with all like the cadaver dog stuff and whatnot yeah and i mean i don't know you'd think that that would be a law that you can't leave your kids alone in a room they obviously lost their child so that's punishment enough probably and that i don't know i've always looked at them a bit suspiciously well i just think if you make the decision to have children you kind of like say right for a period of my life i'm not going to be able to live my life the way that i used to just go out of an evening have a nice meal and whatever it's like no you just gotta stay in like you've all got to be in the same apartment like if they wanted to do something like that they should have got like a big villa all together and then they would be like in a secluded place in a house they could go outside in the garden and eat all together but don't go like down the road to the restaurant I know like our family when we went on holiday like there was you know quite a few kids and adults and my parents wouldn't even let me go to like the kids club like it was ingrained in us if someone came over and was like hey guys do you want to come and join the kids club we'd all be like no mainly because we didn't want to we didn't want to socialize with other kids and stuff but it's not was not our thing i found that really mad that you'd go on holiday with your family to have a family holiday and your kids are in a kids club every day and you're not seeing them i mean it sounds heavenly really when i think about it just like sunbathing and not having to worry yeah i mean i wouldn't say no to that no but yeah it's yeah it's a weird one isn't it i'm sure this will be rumbling along for because they're all being quite secretive about him aren't they that yeah there is like i don't know if you've seen the latest news today but they are assuming that she's now dead based on the information that they've managed to get about this suspect and like they're appealing for people to come forward because they they think that there are people out there that will know what happened yeah so hopefully it does get sorted out just for a bit of closure because it is one of those cases like the John Bonet case where it just means so much to be able to sort of like know one way or another what happened but yeah it's sad that the likelihood is she's dead and has been for a long time so cheery <laughs> oh didn't you have it actually to cheer us up didn't you have like a story you said you you had a funny story to tell oh me. i'm not sure this is going to cheer some people up so i think in the last periodical we spoke about um my rodent my balcony rodent if if you're not familiar it's been stealing tulip bulbs tulip bulbs that my partner actually got brought back from Amsterdam for me as like a gift they're really expensive and it's been like robbing them it obviously knows it's got expensive taste this this little rat um rat mouse thing my partner's seen it occasionally I've seen it once 
And I, we still don't know whether it's a rat or a mouse. Crossbreed. Yeah. So I went out last week. It's not been stealing things because I bring anything that it likes. I bring the pots in at night. It's quite a traumatic experience. Yeah, I have to trudge the pots in. And then I know it's not going to take anything. Occasionally it does a bit of digging about in my bamboo, but that's fine. It's not harming anyone. Bamboo seems happy. Leave it at that. So I went out last week, just pottering about the balcony. There were my secateurs, watering some plants, just like really just enjoying the space and all the flowers that, and all the little bees and things. So I start hearing like this squeaky noise and I'm like, mm. so I look up and I'm like, someone got like a pet because it sounded quite loud. And I was like, someone got pet on the balcony or something. So I was looking around, couldn't see anything. And this squeaky noise started getting louder and louder. And I was like, what is going on? So we've got, we're, our balcony is has like, like glass around it. And then we've got loads of bushes and everything. And then there's sort of like a shared garden a bit for the flats opposite we're at like first floor it's confusing but so there's this shared garden bit but i can't access it unless i re- like wanted to like vault over the balcony but then i probably won't be able to get back so look to where the sound's coming from there's a massive rook so i don't know if people know what rooks are but they're like massive crows like huge like the size of a ski boot or something <laughs> don't know why that that's my refer- frame of reference but it's just huge and that's how i always judge a bird what size valley mm, pump so this rook size of a ski boot, like a big ski boot as well, like size 12. It's like pecking on the ground. I'm like, what's going on? So I look over, there's a rat mouse thing, my rat mouse thing, I presume. And it's like pecking it. And then it's like picking it up and dropping it. And I'm like, oh my God. And I, I was like, I don't, I literally didn't know what to do. So I was like, so I just froze. This is what I'd be if I saw a murder. Obviously I'd do nothing. I'd just be a stand, standby eyewitness. Saw it pecking it. And then I was shouting for my partner. And then thought, oh my gosh, first thing I did, ran to get my phone because my partner didn't come and I thought, I need to evidence this because I can't get over and help it. I was like, oh my gosh. So then my partner did come and then saw the rook flying off with it. <gasps> I had like PTSD for like three days. I mean, it must have been a big bird if it was able to like carry a mouse rat. That's what I mean. Ski boots size 12. It was huge. And it was and it was awful. It was like pecking its brains out and everything. Oh, Sorry. No. It was always the worst thing I've ever seen. <sighs> and the worst thing is... I didn't expect to see it in a little shared garden in London. I was like, this should be out in the wild somewhere. I don't want to be witness to this. Yeah. I didn't do anything to help it. Mum was like, oh, you should have thrown something at it. And I was like, yeah, but I wouldn't have got it back. Oh, someone might have seen you and thought that you were littering and then shouted at you. (laughs) Or trying or joining in with the rock. (laughs) You're bludgeoning it. (laughs) It was awful. Awful. If you'd clapped, would it have like gone away? Do you reckon? Well, like made a big noise. I do not think it was too. It, it was too much of a big old bastard. No, I don't think it cared. I think it would probably have looked over at me. I mean, I feel like I did make noise, but then again, it's one of those things, isn't it? I probably just stayed silent. Yeah, apart from going, Tom, Tom, help, <laughs> which I was doing, and he like was like, oh, because he saw it. Because you know, when you like afterwards, I was like, did that even happen? It was awful, and I felt so guilty because. He was like my little nemesis. Yeah, but if you were a documentarian, you've just got to let that shit happen. Like, it's that's part of it that you just observe. And, like, you've got to let nature take its course. Yeah. Unfortunately. Nature's cruel. So, not a cheery story, but... No. Interesting. But a definite end. It's so funny. I keep, like, I say to Luke, so much stuff happens to you on lockdown. I'm literally sat here and, like, nothing... <laughs> Just like staring at the screen. Nothing's happening. I'm trying to think if anything else has happened. I told you I've been, I can't remember, I've told you I've been shouted at 
twice while laying in the park. Twice? Twice now. I can't remember the first time I've mentioned it when someone said, look a bit red, darling. Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. And then a few days ago, I was laying... It's always on my front. I'm laying on my front. It's because they do it because they know that you can't get up because you've only got to sort of strap your bikini top on. It's yeah. when you're in a vulnerable position. Yeah. Lay on my front. Bearing in mind, I'm quite brown now, so I knew no one could shout, you're looking red, love, because I've gone past that stage of tanning. And someone said, oh, your feet are going to get... Oh, your feet are wrinkly. What? Who says that? Is it the same guy? No. And I looked and they were closest... It was two guys. I mean, one of them did it. But I was like, I don't know how I feel about that. I don't think I'm bothered if I have wrinkly feet. But... What's strange? Are they that wrinkly they needed to be pointed out? Like the bottom of your feet are supposed to be wrinkly. Yeah. Aren't they? Like they're talking about the bottom of your feet. Yeah. And I use those like foot, nerd, like foot socks that do exfoliating. Partner hates them because they like shed skin for like a week. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love peeling skin. Yeah. Like because it's like Parmesan cheese. Oh, yeah. Off, the, off your heel. Oh, yeah. Great it off. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I was like... Oh. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. At least they didn't say that, that you've got like, oh, your heels are cracking. That would be an insult. Oh, that would be awful. Because what can you do? There's no pedicurists open. Moisturise. Just moisturise. Just <laughs> lather. Full body lotion on there. It's so ridiculous. I can't believe that people just think that it's okay to just like shout out what they want at people. Yeah. And I bet they don't shout at my guys. No. And it's always me on my own. It's not when Tom's there. No, it wouldn't be. Hmm. Bastards. I can't think what else I've done. I got a bike. Oh, did you actually buy a bike? So you don't have to scrabble for one? No. Oh, God, don't. Oh, but then I rode I rode home. So I'm not confident enough yet to ride my bike to work. Because, I mean, I don't go, I'm going in not at rush hour, so there's not much traffic. But it's, there's still quite a bit of traffic because it's London. Um, but, I, yeah, I don't want to ride on my own because I always go out riding with my partner. So you got a tandem? No, we have not. Can you imagine? <laughs> that makes me feel sick. No, he'd hate it because he's a lot faster than me and I told, like, dawdle. Yeah, your legs would be going, like, really fast. Yeah, because my, my bike's a little folding bike and it's got really tiny wheels, so I'm, like, having to work really hard on, I can't bear hills. Oh, stressing me out just thinking about it. But, yeah, so I'm sort of the slow coach at the back. And then I panic if I've got to cross traffic. I'll just stop, at, not in the middle. I'll just stop at the side and then put my bike onto the pavement because I, I failed cycling proficiency. So when I was younger, I did cycling proficiency. I hit a beanbag. They told me I killed a pedestrian. And then I leaned over my bike and they said that I'd been decapitated by passing traffic. <sighs> I think I passed but because I was 10, so they had to, everyone had to pass. But ever since then, I've not been comfortable on the roads. That's quite graphic to say to a 10-year-old, oh, you've just been decapitated. Yeah, and hit a beanbag and they said, I mean, I was going about five miles per hour max and they like threw beanbags so I was broke. Bearing in mind as well, I said this to my mum, I'm pretty sure I did not have a bike so she gave me like one of my sisters and my sister's range from, I'm five foot, my sister's range from about 5'5 to 5'10". So I was on one of their bikes, probably on my tiptoes, couldn't reach the pedals. So I've probably slammed my brakes on, but then probably nearly fallen off, hit a beanbag, and then they've told me I've killed someone. Five miles an hour, can you kill someone at five miles an hour? Maybe like a mouse rat thing. You could kill that. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, don't. Sorry to bring it back up. Could you imagine? The rock drops it and then I hit it with my bike. (laughs) So well, I went to work and then I obviously didn't go on my bike. I walked to work and then I thought, you know what? It's so nice. I thought I might get Santander and cycle back. So I got Santander. I had sandals on. It's the first time I've ever cycled with sandals on. So I was like, oh, this is a bit risky. I also had a skirt on and I'm confident I flashed at least 30 people. 
<laughs> like full on scarred people. It was awful. I was like, with one hand trying to hold my skirt down, but then it kept blowing off. And I was like, this is not a good idea to have worn. Because it was just, I was like a bias cut skirt. So it's quite, you know, quite tight. So I had to wear quite skimpy underwear. <laughs> awful, awful. We should probably start our stories. We should just say before we say these stories that like originally when we came up with these stories, we were sort of talking about them without actually saying what they were about. And we were both quite worried that we'd done the same thing because we were like oh they're quite rude got quite similar interests yeah because i was like what's yours about and i was like jeez and i was like oh great mine's about masturbation and farting so great fine totally different we've not clashed no my first story is set in china set like it's a um someone's made it up I mean, I don't think they've made it up. There were were pictures. Chinese IKEA stores have had to step up security after footage of a woman pleasuring herself on one of their sofas went viral. And I'm not, don't mean like STD viral, or maybe I do, (laughs) but actually all over the internet. There's a 16 minute clip that shows the half naked woman. I think she's just wearing a shirt. I mean, straight away, I would notice if someone was just wearing a shirt and no pants. And she's basically keeps moving onto different sofas and beds. Maybe she's trying them out. Don't know, because you can try them before you buy. Maybe that's the thing. Masturbating on them whilst other shoppers walk around in the background. <laughs> are they are they aware? Like are they do they like clocker? No one seems to pick no. But is that is that because I mean I don't know if British people would do that because we're quite polite and we don't what, like confrontation. On a couch. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we'd do that either. I don't know. There's probably some people, but yeah, I don't know if the just Chinese people are just too polite and we're like, I just don't want to engage with this. Is what I'm saying because I w- wouldn't go up to a woman or a man. I'd probably tell security though. I say probably for sure, definitely would tell security. I'd probably ring the police as well just for good measure. IKEA have said we resolutely oppose and condemn this type of behaviour and immediately reported it to the police in the city of the suspected store. It'd be weird if they didn't condemn it and they were like, don't worry about it, it's fine if you want to, if anybody else wants to come and try out one of our sofas. Yeah, we don't mind, do what you like, whatever you do at home, try them out on our sofas. Mm-hmm. Like they should have one of those, you know, the, like the resistance tests that they show like in the glass boxes, like someone trying it out in a glass box maybe. Oh my God. Just to, to see how many years it would last. That's like some sort of um, art installation that you'd find it like the tape yeah definitely <laughs> i'd go to that i'd have a nosy <laughs> they said that we will increase security and cleaning in order to create a safe comfortable and healthy shopping experience environment i can't say whenever i've gone to ikea i've thought about it being healthy i usually have meatballs or some of the um dime those dime chocolates lovely stuff oh i love it i love a hot dog oh, i don't think I, I think i usually have meatballs I think um, Tom usually rushes me out, to be honest with oh, you. Last time I bought a um, potato mincer. Nice. And she said, he said, you can have one thing, so I chose a potato mincer. <laughs> <laughs> no, is it not a mincer, potato ricer? Is that really, is that the one thing you want? And I was like, yep, yep, that's it, yep. I broke it as well because I tried using it to um, squidge oranges, you know, get orange, <laughs> orange oh juice and I broke it. So what you really should have got was like an orange juicer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you made wonderful potatoes I really white rice them very well but not to be anymore I've got to be lumpy I'd quite like one of those really good I'd recommend the identity of the woman or the store hasn't been confirmed yet I mean I presume Ikea now but it's not been released let's hope it's not Wuhan they've they've had enough on the plate there is rumours that it's a Chinese porn star known as Full Five I don't know how to broach that name Full Five it's like one of the one of the poo two oh. of the goo <laughs> Nicola I can't believe you went there. 
<laughs> I don't know if it is, it just makes me think of that. Yeah, it definitely makes it definitely makes you think digits, doesn't it? Like four five. Makes you think of orifices and digits. So it's not been confirmed it's her. Maybe it is. But I did find that if it is not well not if it is her, if they find out who it is, they would face up to ten days detention for deliberate public nudity. And those filming, so this is weird, the person who did it would face less than the person who filmed or distributed it because they'd face 15 days and a max of £341 fine, which seems very specific. <laughs> I'm assuming, assuming that's the conversion rate. That's so unfair. I know. Unless it's because they're profiteering. Mm. Could it be to do with that, like, if they're, like, victimising that woman, like, there's a possibility that they are getting her to do it for money and they are profiting off it from it? I mean, pos- yeah, possibly. Oh, dear. Yeah, it's just taking a sinister turn, hasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so I wouldn't recommend you go and find that video online, personally. No. There's pictures, but again, I wouldn't. It's probably going to happen in the UK soon once, enough. Once we're allowed to go back. Ikea stores are open now. Oh, are they? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's exciting. Apparently monstrous queues, though. So it depends if you need something really badly. Mm, I won't want to go at the best of times, to be honest. So I can't imagine that it's fun at the moment. No. No. Um, so my other story is, this is a story from the UK. So police in Nottinghamshire had a warrant out for someone's arrest. So they turned up at the house to collect the person, this this gentleman. The man resisted arrest and ran out of the house into the nearby woods. The police followed, but they'd lost sight of him. So they sort of quietly searched the area, you know, I guess like looking under rocks and things. And I'm presuming there was like a big log and there was like a hole inside, like in Jurassic Park or something where someone was hiding. And they were surprised when they heard a noise that they believed to be the sound of someone breaking wind. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Can you imagine that everything rests on you keeping quiet and you fart? (laughs) Like an anxiety fart. (laughs) (laughs) An anxiety fart. Like a... <laughs> a high pitched squeal. It must have been that. <laughs> yeah, it would be a squeaker because your anus would be like tight, wouldn't it? <laughs> Clenched. Yeah, it would be. It would be a full on squeaker. A police spokesman said, I was almost out of wind running. Oh, this feels, this is so the sun kind of reporting, isn't it? I was almost out of wind running, but luckily the suspect still had some. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded like a fart. <laughs> <laughs> a 35 year old man was arrested he was in the fire after failing to appear in court and then a 30 year old man was also arrested this was at the same time after he was wanted both both were in relation to other matters the police force shared the details of the incident on social media with the caption officers came up trumps after a man broke wind and revealed his hiding place oh. i kind of love though when police do this because it's like oh they got a little sense of humor <laughs> So yeah, he was found and arrested, and then the other man was found hiding in a fireplace. I mean, I, I don't know how you hide in a fireplace. How big is the fireplace? It must have been like an angle, not the fireplace or something like that. It's a good job he didn't fart though, because it could have gone up, could have exploded, took the whole place down. <laughs> oh no! Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Thank heavens that didn't happen. Uh, that I like that story though. That's that has cheered me up after the the mouse rat and the. Um... <laughs> Maddie McCann. The Maddie McCann stuff. Why am I talking about it again? I don't know, it's dark. But yeah, so it's another reason why I won't go into the woods. I don't really like people farting, so... If I'd have been a police officer arrested, I'd be like, nope, not touching him. Disgusting. At least it was outdoors. But if you were downwind, oh, Ooh, gross. Not worth it. What's your story? This is um from the Metro online, so classy. <laughs> and... It's about a lady who... I'm just going to read the, the headline and 
because it pretty much says... Actually, I don't know if it is a headline, because it's um, quite long. A mother of two believes that drinking smoothies with a shot of sperm have helped boost her immune system and is helping prevent coronavirus. There is a picture of it as well. Of her sperm smoothie? Yeah. I don't know what's in it, but it's it's really, like, brown. It's like a greeny-brown (laughs) colour. What did he eat the night before? (laughs) I know. It looks like a Bush Tucker trial. I think that is a Bush Tucker trial, drinking sperm. Yeah, I think so. Just not of humans, but I think it is human sperm that she's getting. This home remedy, by the way, does not feature on um, WHO or NHS or government guidelines in case anyone is thinking about trying it out. This will be the next thing that Boris says at the um, daily briefing. (laughs) If you want, you can try drinking sperm. (laughs) We've had success. So, Tracy Kiss... I mean, I don't know if that's her performance name or whether that's her real name. Tracy Kiss. Says she's not had a cold or flu for three years because of the concoction, which is made using donations from her boyfriend. She takes three shots a week. She said, I found a free and vegan friendly alternative method to boost the body's immune system. But I would argue that it's not vegan because it's got technically got tiny little sperms in it so isn't that life yeah because you're not allowed milk or anything and he's an you're not allowed any anything from an animal yeah so she's milking him she is like a cow i assume that's exactly how she's doing it yeah (laughs) so yeah it's it's like doubly not vegan because she's milking him like the poor animal that he is and then you've got the little sperm that are like please don't no no i mean really anyone who i don't this has gone off in tangent but anyone who has sex are they not vegan because you're killing the little sperms if you're not trying to make a baby? Wow. I don't know about that. <laughs> is this profound? I feel like this is a question that maybe Stephen Hawking should have answered. Yeah. Too late. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, funnily enough, her, her boyfriend uh, doesn't wish to be named in this article. Oh, shock horror. I mean, maybe she doesn't with the name Tracy Kiss. Maybe, yeah, maybe it's a fake name. So it actually turns out that she is in a long long distance relationship with her boyfriend, meaning that she sometimes has to freeze her boyfriend's sperm so it's not fresh. She puts it in an ice cube tray. Oh. <laughs> Could you imagine going around someone's house and being like and she'd be like, Oh, there's ice in the freezer and you'd be like, Cheers, no cheers for that. Popping it in. They're gin and tonic, thinking, mmm, tastes a bit off. It's a bit salty. <laughs> tastes like asparagus. <laughs> Is this, did I make like a margarita? <laughs> Salty rim. Oh, I don't like the word rim. Especially not in this context. Sorry, I do apologise. <laughs> she also says that the uh, quantity that she's able to harvest, uh, my word's not hers, um, the quantities that she's able to get are, um, they depend on how well hydrated he is, which is a bit pretty disgusting thought as well. Like, so if he's not really drank that much, it's going to be nice and thick. I'm guessing that's what she's implying. Oh, that's just TMI, I feel. I feel like there's not really much in it, like sperm. Is there that much goodness? Well, that's what she's saying. She's saying that it's, um, she said it's much better for the body to drink something that doesn't contain chemicals. I mean, there's lots of things that doesn't contain chemicals, like water is fine. Um, (laughs) She says, it isn't much different to a mother breastfeeding her newborns, give them the nutrients they need, which I would say is not quite the same as that. Yeah, I feel like it's very different because they sort of need it or like the body produces the milk for the baby, whether you choose to breastfeed or not. And then it goes. But I don't think he's been put on this earth to create soup smoothies. You know what I always thought? They should genetically engineer sperm to fix cavities. What? To like... 
Why? Would that work? Because they're just like little, so they might just like swim out your mouth and fix them. I don't know how that would work. <laughs> Surely it would have to have something. Up. Well, so you could take a, take a shot, take a shot, and then it could like clean your teeth. What you mean, like those little fish when you put your feet in a tank and they like exfoliate? Exactly, exactly like them. Yeah, I thought you were going to say like the little fish that. Do you remember? You had like you could buy like a little toy tank and then you'd put mm. little like a sachet in. Yeah, what are they called? Uh, thingy monkeys. Um... Monkey fish? No. <laughs> Space monkeys. What are no. they called? Water monkeys? No. Sea mon- Are they not sea monkeys? Oh, sea monkeys. Are they actually real? I don't know. I never had them. I've just heard of them. I'm guessing that's what you do. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I've gone a bit too off topic, <laughs> but. Yeah, I can't imagine that this remedy actually has that much nutritional value. Not scientists, but... She does, to hide the flavour, she does mix it with fresh berries and bananas. Um, Again, I would argue that it would be better to use savoury flavours. Depends what he's eating the night before. Oh, (laughs) yeah. If it's like fruity, spicy. It's like wine. Like a sperm connoisseur. Like, oh, it's a strong head. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm getting notes of... Pubes. (laughs) Pubes. <laughs> Some pubes. <laughs> oh, oh that is disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. <laughs> how is that even a story? Well, I know it's a story, but how is it in anyone's... How is it in the public's interest? Are they encouraging it? Because Anne won't be doing that. I can tell you that now. Well, she claims... She claims that she's not had a cold or flu since drinking it in 2007. But again, yeah, no, no one's backing her up. She also says if you don't have a male partner, um, that you could always just ask a male friend who's healthy to contribute. Oh, can you imagine asking your friend? No one would do that. I mean, what? I can't. Even, how would you transport it? In an ice cube tray. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say one of those shiny's takeaway boxes, the you know, plastic ones. Oh yeah, that'd probably be quite good, wouldn't it? Or like a soup container. <laughs> how much are they giving? <laughs> I don't know. So yeah, that's the story. And then the second story that I have is quite a lot shorter and happens to be written by, it's on the same sort of theme, jizz. Um, <laughs> and the headline is simply, coronavirus has apparently been detected in semen. So it sort of goes against her whole idea that she's avoiding getting ill from coronavirus if there's a possibility that it can be transmitted. Yeah, and he he lives long distance, so he could get it and then send us someone an ash cube tray and then she gets it. Yeah, it could be get, it could be picking up anything. That will cancel out, what is it, three years she's been cold flu free. And this story is actually written by someone called EJ Dixon. Again, don't know if it's a performance name or whether that's his <laughs> real name, but um, I'm guessing it's a he anyway. How unfortunate. So I think this like it, article is slightly more believable because it's from The Independent, but they just say that it's a small study, so they don't really know whether it's accurate but the study assessed semen samples from 38 patients at Shanghui Municipal Hospital in Shanghui. Is that Shanghai but just spelt weirdly? No, it must be somewhere different. Um, All of whom have been diagnosed with COVID-19 the authors found that a small number of the patients, about 16%, had detectable levels of the virus in their samples. So there you go. I'm in shock. I feel like it's coming at us at all angles now. Literally. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) 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 <laughs> and on that note, no, I'm just kidding. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know if that means that you can still contract it, but uh, New, New York City Department of Health has issued safe sex guidelines saying that you should avoid close contact, including sex with anyone outside your household, which I think is quite right anyway. <laughs> yeah, lockdown. Fucking hell, should be doing that anyway. And to combat this, it says you are your safest sex partner. So there you go, which nicely rounds back. To- <laughs> go masturbate that gear. Yeah. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Actually, there are other stores available. Go masturbate in any store. I mean, where you can at the moment, because, I mean, not not a lot of shops are open, so... No, probably a garden centre be a good shout. Yeah. Just not Chris's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when she's going around the one-way system. Oh, yeah, that would be a pain. So, yeah, the weird, weird stories, aren't they? It gets worse and worse. Again, if you've got any good stories that you find we're going to keep looking out keeping our eyes open for anything that we see but if you have anything send us a direct message to our instagram page at that crime of the month or you can email us tcotmpod at gmail.com and uh, send us an email instead uh, don't forget to like subscribe like review all of that shares if you're enjoying this podcast we're getting some very nice feedback, so that's very nice. Consider we just um, spend most of our time talking shit on it. It's quite nice that people appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. So after this, we'll have another That Crime of the Month out. So our next one, we're, we're talking about Joanna Dennehy. And she is a crazy bitch. But yeah, we'll... Uh, Catch up with you soon. Yeah. Speak to you in two weeks. Or speak at you in two weeks. <laughs> yeah. You just have to listen. <laughs> yeah, just listen. Uh, listen, like, and subscribe. Thanks very much. Thank you. Bye. Bye.